All right, welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher. Debbie Giorgiani is with me. Uh, Rich Jesse is our producer today in for Ace McKay. We have Matt Gabensky on the phones, Jeff Burson on social media, and another week quickly passing us by, Debbie. Beautiful, glorious feast day today, though, the Feast of Saints Peter and Paul. Absolutely. Oh, what a great day today, and um, I love all the feasts that, that our, our church um, calendar. I just love it, Jerry. I love our church because it's so rich and it's so deep. And it's wonderful. And it's healing. And today, Jerry, we're going to be talking about a topic that is very, um, it touches a, a, a lot of us um, in ourselves or with people we love around us. And Jerry, I, I would love you for you to set the table for our listeners, because I, I just want our listeners for this particular discussion that hopefully everybody can walk away with a new perspective and, and tools and tips and, and ideas that they can start implementing right away. Well, what we want to talk about today, again, you have very real conversations on this program. It's a safe place to come on the radio, and we drill down deeply sometimes. And today, we want to talk about if you have or are recovering from any addiction or a particular path of life, lifestyle choices, for example, maybe it's someone in your family. We want to talk about recovery today. It's so very important. So are you are you recovering from, again, any kind of addiction? It could be be, uh, of course, alcohol, drugs, sex, uh, uh, video games. Uh, it could be, you know, just any number Pornography. of things. Pornography. Pornography, workaholism. Mm -hmm. Are you in recovery? Um, how is that going? Um, please, and you don't have to use your first name. Debbie always says you can use your confirmation name or choose a name that you wish you always had. But please share your inspiring story today here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. The number is 833 288 EWTN 833-288-3986. When we have these addictions or these obsessions or things that really overwhelm us and really stifle our spirituality, really hurt us in so many ways in, in our just our daily life, um, there are major victories. You know, people have really overcome a lot of things um, and gone on to teach others to to leave um, their experience with others so that they don't have to go through the things that we all went through, right? So addiction is a very tough thing. It can hit us. Uh, it can kind of sneak up on us, you know, like if you have a, um, a really difficult time in your life and you're very stressed and then, you know, you lean on something, you can get easily addicted to certain things um, just because you're trying to seek safety. Always remember this, that the brain, the one job of the brain is to, is to remain safe, okay, F free from harm. So when people are searching for these things, they're really actually searching to, to keep yourself at peace and to be happy and to be pain-free. But it's not good for us because we need to we need to understand ourselves and to really work through these things because, like I said, Jerry, these obstacles can really stop you from having an abundant life. And so that's why we want to talk about recovery. So when there's a setback, you know, we want to hear about your comeback. Okay. So could you share with us, maybe there's a loved one, you can, you, you can share their story. You can keep all the details and names confidential, but we need to know how to get there. Okay. It's very important that we get to those victories. 833-288-3986. Uh, 
I love the way you put that. You know, we're really striving for self-preservation in a way when we are um, get into, uh, you know, choices uh, to self-medicate or addictions or what have you. And I always go back to, I know it's in Luke's gospel and Matthew's gospel. I always go back to Jesus, who I would consider the greatest psychologist who ever lived. He said, he who seeks to save his life will lose it. And he who loses his life will save it. And what we're doing when we get into addictions and addictive behaviors and activities is we are indeed, as Debbie said, trying to keep ourselves safe and whole and healthy but the, uh, the the paradox of it is we're actually wounding ourselves and injuring ourselves so beautiful that the phones are starting to ring right now you've got a story to share we're talking about a recovery from addiction today here on take two with jerry and debbie 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986 matt gabensky will get you screened very quickly he'll put you on the board here and we will get to your phone calls in just a few minutes here on take two with jerry and debbie we're talking about recovery stories. We're talking about victory stories. Okay, I love the word victory because it just it 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 allows you to enter into that this was a tough tough road, but you did it. You did it. Can you share your story? Or maybe you're still in the middle of something with with a loved one. Could you share what's happening? How can we help? Of course we can pray. Of course we can fast and we should be doing those things. But what else can we do to assist that person so they can have their best life? Je- that's why Jerry and I are very passionate and committed to our ministry, our outreach ministry, which is all about life coaching. We are crisis coaches, okay? We try to go in there and really help um, formulate another plan forward, another plan to uh, to have that that best life, um, to get unstuck, right? And, and our ministry is at standtalltoday.com, standtalltoday.com. You can get a free consultation. But Jerry, I, I can tell you this, in the 20 plus years that I've been coaching, there have been a lot of victory stories that I've got to celebrate with of people who really worked their way. It was hard. They had to work hard, but they got out of it and they are living a very, very wonderful life and uh, rich in the Lord. Um, they're happy in the church. They're in ministry, volunteering. I mean, it's beautiful. So the, it, the, there is a better future. There is a brighter future, Jerry. Well, I think that's important to point out, and I'm glad you did. Um, Maybe as you're listening right now, you are caught in a cycle of addictive behavior, and perhaps you're in that camp that thinks, you know what, this is just the way it's going to be for me. I can't get out of this. There is no hope. Um, you know what? That is that is just uh, you know the enemy planting lies in your in your head and in your heart. Uh, it's not easy, as Debbie said. It's challenging, but we all know we all know someone who has been uh, had some kind of addictive problem in their lives and has recovered from that. Maybe that is you. Maybe you have helped somebody to do that. We really would love to have you share the details of that. Again, not anything deep or any. Just keep it confidential, names and details and stuff. But this is a chance to really. Uh, celebrate recovery uh, among those who have achieved that in their lives and a lot of us have so go give us a call join us on the program today we'll start with mary in just a moment but we have a couple of open phone lines for you on take two with jerry and debbie talking about recovery from addiction tell us your story 833-288-3986 Take two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. It's 
really a beautiful topic we're discussing today when you think about it. Addiction can be cruel, it can be violent, it can be ugly, but it could also lead to really beautiful, hopeful stories. And if you've battled with an addiction before and you would like to share how you have recovered, maybe you've um, you know, along the way, tripped and stumbled a few times and relapsed, whatever, that does happen a lot. But share how God has brought you maybe step by step closer to, you know, being the person that God wants you to be. Share share that beautiful victory story with our listeners today at 833-288-3986. And, you know, you can rely on Catholic News Agency to re- uh, cover the mission and activities of the Catholic Church, including political, social, moral, and cultural issues all from a Catholic perspective, which is so important in today's media world. So for the latest Catholic news, visit catholicnewsagency.com. It's an online service from EWTN, and you can get timely news updates directly to your email inbox. Visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. Okay, so we do this almost every show, but it really... um is it, it's helpful and it does work out. And we do believe that our shows are Holy Spirit led. And so we need you to cooperate. Why? Because we serve a God, a God of cooperation. Our God loves us to cooperate. He doesn't need us. He wants us, right? So we serve a God that loves us to cooperate. So with that, if you're listening, if you hear the sound of our voices, if you feel that little tug in your spirit, you have a story to tell. You could help another soul today or help thousands of souls today. Please, we're asking you from the bottom of our hearts, say yes, pick up the phone. Oh, you don't need to pick up the phone. Jerry knows I always say this. The phone is in your hand. The cell phone's probably within reach. And dial this number, 833-288-3986. Wouldn't you agree that we serve a God that loves us to cooperate? Yeah, he loves us, wants us to su- to succeed in life. So uh, we don't always have to stay stuck, especially in addictive behaviors. 833-288-3986. Just one, fo- uh, one line is open right now, so that's available for you if you want to call in right now. In the meantime, we will start with Mary. As promised, Mary is in Akron, Ohio, listening on Sirius XM 130. Good, good day to you, Mary. Welcome. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm and I'm going to make this really quick and short because I'm in the parking lot of the church and I'm getting ready to run into mass. I don't want to miss it. Um, but I did want to share a praise story. Hmm, um, I just hung up the phone, just hung up the phone with my daughter who's on her way to pick up a client who um, is in a rehab sober house. My daughter started on drugs when she was in high school. She's now 51. She has gone through alcohol, all kinds of drugs, and a really hard life. And I never quit praying, never. And I, you know, I really think, Jerry, that she was even possessed at one time because I prayed over her one day, and when I mentioned the name of Jesus, she howled like she was in severe pain. Mm. And... Um, she, in the meantime, has uh, gone through the 12-step program, and she is a certified sponsor now of other alcoholics, and she has sponsees that are under her care. She's a motivational speaker, and this just all happened within the past two years. Wow. And so I know that God hears our prayers, 
And like I said, she's 51. She's been on drugs and alcohol since she was in high school. So I just thank God for this. And I just hope that anybody that hears this story um, knows that God has a plan for them, and he will help you and take your hand and lead you. Mm -hmm. Mary, thank you for sharing what you did. Beautiful, beautiful story. Congratulations to your daughter. And look at the good that she's doing now in the lives of other people. And as you said, you use the word plans. My favorite verse in the Bible is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, plans to give you a future and a hope. And your daughter is a beautiful example of that. And I hope and pray that all those who are listening right now, who themselves are where your daughter was or have a loved ones who are where your daughter was will now have a brand new uh, you know hope and will really turn to God and just say God I know this is possible Mary told her daughter's story on the air please help me or please help my relative because God is just waiting there to help us in situations like this and Mary the the uh, part that I want to focus on is you never ever gave up you never gave up on your daughter you didn't give up on God you never gave up right right never 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 that's right. Saint and Monica that, didn't give up. And that's I right. Give God up never either. gives up. <laughs> yeah, and God never gives up. That's right, Mary. That, but that's the key because here's what the world is telling everybody: give up, give up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's not give that's in. not right. And people are giving up. So the the more we right. hear your story. excuse me, your daughter's story. We hear the reinforcements of this. We praise God. Okay. The more we build confidence and people will start, you know, uh, uh, saying, okay, I can do this again. I can trust God. I can, I can get on that road. It's might be a hard road of recovery, but I can do it. Mary, way to go. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your daughters and your story together. Um, this is amazing. And I, I just believe in my, in my heart of hearts that, that, uh, so many folks are being touched today, Mary. Mary, because of your beautiful call. Thank you. Thanks for taking it. Okay, we'll let you go into Mass now. Thank you, Mary, so much for joining us. 833-288-3986. If you have a story to tell about your own recovery, maybe you are just, you know, sort of barely dipping your toe in the pool of recovery right now. Maybe you're still struggling. We can talk about if you're still struggling with an addiction. Uh, Debbie and I are not, you know, counselors, therapists, uh, psychologists, whatever, but we are life coaches and maybe can give you a tool or two to help you look at that plan going forward. That's Mm -hmm. the key in life. Not looking backward, but going forward. 833-288-3986. And Jerry, I just wanted to share this because we are getting a lot of our Take-Two family because they know we are prayer warriors. We are very well aware. You could probably hear it uh, with us constantly clearing our throats that the air right now is is really problematic with the fires that are still happening in Canada. There's fires happening around the country. The air quality, for various reasons, because of the climate, is it, people are really struggling with asthma and breathing issues. We get it. We're 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 facing the same thing as well. So we are praying to clear this because it's not a, it's not a good feeling not to be able to breathe and um, to function. So we, so we are praying. Absolutely. I wanted to let the take two family know that. And then also too, I just wanted to say before we go back to the phones, Jerry, uh, we had a comment come in, um, from Bridget in North Carolina and she, and this is a really good question. So everybody please listen to this and and what you can do going forward. Bridget said, um, how can you, how can a family support 
support a, a porn addict who doesn't acknowledge it. And let me tell you, that happens quite frequently, Bridget, just to let you know. Um, and here's what I would suggest. Search out a really good um, uh, program. You can get it through the Catholic churches sometimes, and also the Christian churches have have these programs and support groups for family members and for the actual person themselves that is addicted to, to pornography. But I would suggest you, the family get the resources, okay? Get the resources ahead of time. So you have the right words to say to your loved one. You have the right steps to take when they are ready um, so that you know how to approach them. So actually what I'm suggesting is you go get the, the knowledge and information ahead of time. So, because when, when that particular person comes to the realization that they have a problem, you will be ready with the right words and programs to direct them to. So there's no hesitation. What do you think of that, Jer? I think it's great, and I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You know, it's really, it's any kind of addiction, even even pornography and any other addiction, it's just really an attempt to you know, preserve our lives. So, um, yeah, definitely, Bridget, I think that Debbie gave you some great advice there. Um, there's simply, it, it's really, it's an escape from reality, and those who are, you know, engaged in such addictive behaviors think that they need that. It's, it's kind of like their best friend, you know, and so um, prayer, I think prayer is really especially important right now, along with the beautiful advice that Debbie just gave. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So we do have an open phone line for you, 833-288-3986. And remember, if you don't get into this conversation today, we have unscripted tomorrow, which you can bring any topic to the table. We definitely want to bring uh, all topics that happened in in uh, June on um, and bring it to unscripted. With that's it's kind of like a catch-all, so it's wonderful, very a very active show. But that's for tomorrow. If you're available today, jump in on this discussion. Eight three three two eight eight. Three nine eight six. All right, back to your calls. Linda in Cleveland is next, listening on the Rock. Hi, Cleveland. Uh, Linda, hi. Welcome, Linda. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, you guys? <laughs> doing okay. So happy that you called to you know enlighten us on this to uh, this topic of conversation. Oh, you guys! I got to tell you this one. I I've been uh, uh, miraculously changed because of somebody's statement to me. I used to fear um, going to school or learning anything because all during my um, school days, like uh, dumb, uh, uh, that's what everybody said to me. I was dumb and I believed it. And I never made two-point average. And um, I... Um, graduated, and like 10 years later, I met this guy, and he graduated from um, John Carroll, and he was smart. And I said to him, gee, I wish I could go to college. And he says, well, why don't you go to college? I says, because I'm stupid. He said, who says you're stupid? I says, I don't know, my family, everybody, and I believe them. He says, you're not stupid. You could go. And um, we talked about it. And um, he says, um, why don't you go to a uh, uh, two-year class, uh, classes? And, and then 
transfer. I says, okay, fine. And then I asked him a question. I says, but what if I fail? And he said to me something that really changed my life. He said, Linda, if you go and you make it, praise God, he said. That is wonderful. If you go and you don't make it, he said, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. And I That's went right. and I tried. I went to Franciscan and I did it. And I'm on my own. And I, I do that for every attempt uh, that I make. I, I think, should I do it or shouldn't I do it? Well, why not? Why not try it? And um, I say that to everybody out there. Try. Try. Don't be afraid. Nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah. Linda, you are hitting something that is so absolutely vital to this conversation. And it could also be very, very difficult and challenging. I mean, you shared your own experience of being told you were stupid, and that's... That is vicious. That's cruel and vicious to say to somebody. But then, like you said, you believed it. However, your friend, that God so providentially brought this friend into your life and said, you're not stupid. Just try it. I love the advice that he gave you. That's advice that we all need to really, in a sense, live our lives on. And that is, you know, God wants us to take that step out in faith. You know, look at look at Peter stepping out of the boat onto the water. He was walking on the water for a while, but then his faith wavered a little bit, and pretty soon he was sinking. So it's not always going to be that we will have these grandiose successes when we first, when we try something or step out in faith, but God will bless that. He will honor that. And the most important thing is, Linda, I think... When we not when yeah when we make that effort when we do try, we have that peace of mind. If if it doesn't, I'm not going to call it a failure. If it doesn't become what we maybe intended it to be, we still have that peace of mind. Go through the rest of our entire lives of knowing not 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 fearing. You know what if having all those dreadful thoughts. What if we have that knowledge of knowing that we at least tried and God is glorified, Debbie. I think in either way. Absolutely, Linda. Your story is amazing. You are incredible. And I love that you shared it, you know, from, from your own walk and your own understanding, you know, it, it, it's as life coaches, we can share with folks, you know, just take the first step. You know, the, if you, if you, um, don't take that, that first step, you'll never know, you'll never experience. You're just, you're just, you have given into the complete fear and it has completely paralyzed you. But Linda, you stepped out of that. You stepped over it. You were victorious. Praise be to God. I just love your story. Please, Linda, keep telling it. And and maybe even put it in a book form or something or get out there into and volunteer at, at parishes or do something and tell your story because a lot of people are paralyzed by fear. Any last comments? Yes. I uh, agree with you 100%. And I just tell him all they have to do just take the uh, attempt and just try. Don't be afraid. That's right. That's right. Fear is not of God, you know, and then fear does keep us back from all of our things that God wants us to use. And that is our gifts, our talents, you know, our abilities. So way to go, Linda. You're, you're amazing. God bless you. 
Yeah, Linda, you've spoken to the hearts of all of us mm-hmm. today on the program. So thank yep. you very, very much. Congratulations to you for your great trial and you know, trying what you wanted in your heart and succeeding at it. 833-288-3986. Talking about um, recovering from addiction, struggling with addiction, anything, any angle you'd like to take on this topic today, we invite you to join us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. about recovery from dot 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 what is what is it that you struggled with and you were victorious you were able to overcome it and uh, get past it and live an abundant life we want to hear the stories um, and I wanted to let uh, our listeners know um, we hear you we love the take two family you guys jump into action so quickly because you care about other souls uh, we got all of your messages coming in very fast that we need to mention. Um, Scott Weeman, he, he's uh, ministry. It's uh, the Catholic in Recovery Workbook, A Guide to the 12 Steps. That's the workbook. Also, it's catholicinrecovery.com. They have parish uh, groups. Uh, they have retreats, all sorts of resources and activities um, in the Catholic circle. Catholicinrecovery.com. Scott Weeman is doing a great job, obviously, because you you guys sent in and just uh, a, a huge amount of messages saying you must mention it because this is a resource for those to quickly go and get the help um, that they need. So Catholic in recovery.com. Let's pray for Scott Weeman and his team because they're obviously doing great work helping those overcome uh, the addictions and things that really hold them back. Okay. Great uh, resources, a lot of them out there. Alan in Houston, we're going to go to you next, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Alan. Welcome to the program. Hey, y'all. Thank you all for y'all's uh, service and for taking my call. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, my name's Alan, and um, I'm a recovering alcoholic and addict. Um, I've been clean for a little over 13 months now. Um, all my life. I did a lot of time in prison. I'm an ex-gang member, um, and I was, I was able to overcome that, get out of the gang, and, uh, you know, change my life around. Um, but the addiction was always there. I've, I've been addicted to alcohol and drugs since I was real little. Um, had an abusive, uh, growing, growing up, it was kind of abusive in the house, in the house, but, uh, I was able to overcome that. I got out of prison the last time. I met a, a great, great girl that, that I prayed for, for God to bring into my life, and he did. And um, she helped me uh, get on my feet and and uh, get a great job that I that I work at now and find me a great church that I'm in, involved with. Um, but the addiction was still lingering. Um, and it almost cost me my marriage uh, and my job. But I... I Overcame it by going to uh, to rehab a couple of times. I um, I, had, I did have a couple of relapses, but I finally got it straight. Where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. My uh, and I opened my heart up to God and asked Him to take this take this affliction from me. And I was and He seen that I was completely honest with with myself and with Him this time. And uh, and He did it. 
and um, I got into the AA program, got me a great sponsor, worked the 12 steps. Um, I've been uh, doing a lot of service work. Me and my wife, she's, a, she's in Al-Anon, and she's working her program, and we both go to a Chapter 9 meeting, which uh, helps us out with other couples that going through the same thing that we are. And life's been great. Life has been great, man. Sobriety, just every day, waking up, uh, pray to God every day. You know, the prayer of St. Francis is a great prayer that I say every morning. It helps me out, start the day. And uh, life is great. And God is great, too. Alan, God bless you. Congratulations. Praise God. We, we rejoice with you in this. And I want to ask you a question, Thank if you, you don't mind. Um, and I think you'll probably be, uh, you know, okay answering it. And that is, we see on TV a lot. You'll you'll be watching, you know, this pro uh, athlete, you know, had a recovery like you're describing, or this actor or actress, and so forth. And we hear these sort of one-off stories out there, and a lot of people in a cycle of addiction see these things and probably think to themselves, "That could never be me. I could never achieve that in my life." Was there ever a time? In your journey, Alan, when you when you thought that way, when you just said, you know what, I see, I, I hear about these stories, but mine can't be one of those, and yet it turned out to be that way. Was there ever a time when you felt like, you know, it just wasn't possible for you? Of course. Um, uh, like I say, um, when I first got on my road to recovery two years ago, it was it was such it was so hard because uh, your your mind is so used to uh, to the uh, to the drugs and the alcohol to escape, you know, from whatever you're going through, and it it um, it just it, you're you're fighting against your mind when you when you're when you're first getting clean, because if your mind will bring dreams to you, it'll bring uh, cravings and, and and triggers, and you and you got to learn how to work through those. You know, you you go through these through these uh, programs, and they help you with these tools to get over, to overcome those, and um, Oh yes, it was really tough at first, but um, you know, once I got into the program, and I and I, I, I tip my hat so much to AA, the, the program of AA, because without that, I wouldn't have been able to make it this far, this far. And I and I try to preach to everybody as much as I can about getting into the program and getting a sponsor and working the steps, because once you go through the steps, you're able to, to clean your side of the street, and it's so much better. You feel mm-hmm. so much better about yourself being able to look in the mirror every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. So your marriage is preserved. You've got your marriage, right? Your beautiful wife. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you have? Matter, do you, as a matter of fact, well, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, do you have children? Um, she has. She has three grown children. Okay. And what's really great is, uh, in the last two months, we just we just had two grand two grand boys. So oh. we're grandparents. Oh, oh good. Good. <laughs> so good. that's such a life. Great yeah. life. Yeah. And did yeah. you say, are you guys practicing Catholics, or are you in a non-denominational church, or what? Um, um, I, I, I was raised Catholic, um, but she was Presbyterian, and we got we got married in the Presbyterian church. Okay, okay. And yes, but you got you guys pray together, and obviously you're very tight because oh, you. Yes. Oh yeah, because you're doing the the twelve step. You're working the twelve step. Okay, so Alan. Alan, let me ask yes, you this ma'am. question. It's very, and, okay. and I, I have a reason for this. So you don't have to give me the actual okay. age, but it may be an age group. How, how, what age group are you in? I'm, 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 uh, in a few days, I'll be 57 years old. 57. Okay. Okay. So you and I are the same age. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> in a few days, wait a minute. When's your birthday? July the 6th. 
Oh wow, that was that's my brother's birthday. That's actually the day oh, my dad. Wow. Yeah, that's the day my dad entered um, entered eternity. He died on my brother's oh, wow. birthday. Yeah. Okay. So I'll always re- I'll I'll say a happy birthday prayer for you. But Alan. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Jerry and I have the ministry Stand Tall, okay? And tall is an acronym for Take Another Look at Life. And also okay. our our logo is about this idea of standing tall in front of God. Let me ask you an yes, honest ma'am. question. In 57 yes, years, ma'am. in all you've been yes. through, you, you've seen yes. a lot, you've been through a lot, you, you endured, uh, you, you talked about the abuse when you were growing up and stuff. Okay, you've been yes. through yes, a ma'am. lot. Can you honestly yes, say right now, today, Alan, you are standing tall? You're victorious? Yes. Amen. This is, this, is, this, is the best, this is the best I've ever lived in my life in the last six years. Well, the last two years since I've got on recovery, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's been really great. And, and uh, like I say, uh, my wife's listening right now, and, uh, and she's, I let her know that I was going to you know, be on your show. And uh, I just wanted to send a little shout-out to her and tell her I love her. Thank you for sticking with me. Yeah, Alan, right. absolutely. In fact, we, we have a prayer book, Alan, that we put names of people sure. living and deceased. We'll put, you're already in the prayer book, and if you'd like to uh, give us your Thank wife's you. first name, if, you, if you're comfortable, that's, yes. if not, we'll put... Sure. Sure, her which? name is Jonna. Jonna, Jonna. J-O-H-N-N-A. Yes, J-O-H-N-N-A. I love that, I love that <laughs> And you know, Alan, right Thank there, you. You, just, you just did the most beautiful thing that you've done a few times on this call. The, the most amazing thing about this is your laugh. You're laughing, Alan. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to have, see that laugh. If you can laugh joy. like that, Alan, it's joy. you are genuinely and authentically where you say you are. And we're going to mm-hmm. continue yes, to sir. pray that, that your life just gets better and better. Thank y'all. I, lo- I love y'all show. I listen to y'all every day, every day when I'm, oh. when I'm in my truck. Thank you. Well, now it's it's a joy for us to know that you're there every day with us, Alan. Thank and, you so much. And Alan, real real quickly, you can join the group with Jerry, whose birthday is July 1st. My husband is July 3rd. Both Jerry and my husband think the fireworks are for them. Now you can think the fireworks are for you, okay? <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Thank y'all so awesome, much. brother. God bless you. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. What a great call. That's what wow. it's all about right there. That was you know? powerful. Yes. Very powerful. Yeah. Man, yeah. I love that All laugh. you freedom I, babies. You're all freedom mm. babies. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, 833-288-3986, talking about recovery from addiction. You know, I hope and pray, everyone listening, you have a story like Alan's and you, that you can laugh like he does, but not everybody is at that place right now. So, you know, maybe if you're still struggling a little bit, we can talk to you about that here on the air and maybe give a life skill or two to help you maybe move forward to that place. You just heard it is possible. Mm-hmm. It is possible to get to a joyful, happy place in life when you've been mm-hmm. down really literally at rock bottom. Well, and you know, you, I just had a thought. Um, so it, it, Jonna and Alan, if you're still listening, please email us at take two at EWTN.com because I would love to have them if they're willing to do it on one of our webinars, Jerry, about addiction, where they can tell their story together as husband and wife and all they have been through. I mean, that would really help um, the Take-Two family, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yes, and they can definitely. go into some details, you know, and they don't, they're not restricted by the, um, the hour, our very quick hour we have on mm-hmm. the show. Right. All right, well, we're going to take your calls, some more of them here. Um, Elizabeth is next, listening in western New York on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Elizabeth. 
Hi, good morning. Well, I guess it's afternoon. Good afternoon. Afternoon for you, yeah. Um, Welcome. My addiction was, and I'm glad I can say was, was to a person, and this person was beyond toxic for me. It was a fellow addict, and I had been sexually, I would almost call it trafficked by my mother when I was very young, so I had absolutely no I, I was I had no boundaries, and I got addicted to somebody who was a fellow addict, and it almost ruined my family life, my marriage. I des- I went to see a therapist, and and I still see the therapist, but there was nothing anybody could say or do to stop me, and I finally said. Oh, God, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop. This person would pull me back into their lives. And it was just like a Svengali. I said, God, please, I don't know what to do. Well, one day I'm walking with my husband and my daughter on a trail. We got near a hilltop, and for some reason, unbeknownst to me, I fell from that hilltop to the bottom I had a jolt. I landed on my knees. The jolt of pain. I, I thought, "Oh my God! I broke my kneecaps. Oh my God! I'm going to die." And I also felt that I almost heard a voice that said, "Okay, you can stop now." And I call it my St. Paul moment, where I got literally thrown down a hill. St. Paul got thrown off the horse. From that day on. I stopped. It wasn't easy, but I never went back to that particular person or that particular addiction. And I, I'm convinced beyond a shadow of any doubt that that was God who said, you know what, you want to stop? I'll show you how. I, I can get you to stop. And there was something about that moment and that fall and that pain that seared through my entire body and miraculously it woke you up. It woke me up, and I mm-hmm. walked away with just some bruising. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and uh, like, okay, uh, God, I think I know what you're trying to tell me now. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth, I can tell you that in the work that Jerry and I do, we've heard your, a similar story as yours, and that's how God works. He sometimes will take a brick and he'll throw it at us to wake us up because we're asking for it. We're saying, Lord, help us. Step in. Do yeah. something. And okay. he did that for you. Begging. Right. And I why really did beg- he— Right. But why did he do that for you? Because he loves you so very much. He had to do it quickly. He had to do it abruptly. He had to do that so that you, you came to your senses and said, okay, this is not right for me. This is going to go down a bad path. This toxic person is going to ruin the beautiful thing, my family, my life that God has put in front of me. And Elizabeth, that gift that you received possibly changed forever the rest of your life that's amazing it has changed the rest of my life i i remember going into church because i'm 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 a lutheran i'm very faithful to my but i remember almost being so oppressed by this that i would just walk in and i would just look at the cross and go well i got one over on you didn't i and i just was like i was going down such a dark path and Mm -hmm. i started having dreams that were oppressive Mm-hmm. And it was almost demonic to the point where it was, but I didn't know how to stop. And this is what addiction does. Whether well, it's to a person, a mm-hmm. drug, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's slavery. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yes. Elizabeth, you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. That's exactly what it is. It keeps you in in bondage. It keeps you stuck in this prison. And 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 you're so what you said, the details of your story, whether it go it, whether it relates to a toxic person or a toxic drug or toxic whatever, okay, what happens is is you can have a million voices around you telling you, Elizabeth, you're going down the wrong path. Elizabeth, yeah. this is not good. You don't hear it. It's like you have earplugs in. It's unbelievable. And it's like you just keep going. And I know, and I I know that Elizabeth, because I I really truly believe that almost everyone has some kind of addictive nature. You can get addicted to TV. You can get addicted Mm -hmm. to food. You can get addicted to people. You can get addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever. It's this idea that no one's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because for somehow I'm getting that fix. It's making me feel better or do something. And Elizabeth, I am so so grateful. And so is Jerry. We're so grateful to God that God uh, shared that very uh, key moment for you that changed your, the future, changed your future forever. Um, and thank you to your guardian angels as well. Elizabeth, thank you for sharing. Oh, you're very welcome. And maybe it was my guardian angel that gave me the push through the Holy Spirit, through God. Yeah. They, yeah. But I had, I had that day. I had something miraculous happened to me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you did. Yeah. Yeah. That was Thanks. that was my miracle. That was what I was asking for. So if somebody says there are no miracles, that stopped me cold. Nothing else mm-hmm. worked. Nothing. Five years of therapy, I I crawl back and say I did it again and, and you know, that I, and that therapist is wonderful and she supports my, my Lutheran. I listen to a lot of Catholic radio. She supports me in every way. But she finally sent me to the psychiatrist and said, I don't know what to do with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And the Mm -hmm. psychiatrist just looked at me, and one day said to me, he just looked at me, and I told him my story. He goes, go forth and sin no more. And then I gasped because it was like, oh, I didn't know he could say such a thing because they're usually fairly secular. Mm -hmm. God was just, and I finally just said, all right, God. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Yeah. And he did. When, he threw me down a hill. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because he loves you so very much. And I'm so yeah. grateful. I'm so grateful to God that you shared your story today because people need to hear your story. Please keep telling it. It's so important. We live in a world that's telling us it's not going to happen. You're not going to have a brighter future. You might as well roll over and play dead and give up. That's not fair. It's not right what's happening to all of us as believers. We need to yeah. build that confidence and hear these stories. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. You're very God bless welcome. You. Thank have a beautiful you. Day. Um, we're going to get to Ron in just a moment. I, uh, before we do that, I want to tell you about uh, the wisdom of Father Groeschel, Father Benedict Groeschel. These are in the EWTN archives. The timeless wisdom of Father Groeschel blesses our listeners every week, Saturday mornings, 1 Eastern time here on EWTN radio. It is called the wisdom of Father Groeschel, Saturday mornings, 1 Eastern time on EWTN radio. Okay, we're going to go next to our dear brother in Christ, who's a strong, strong survivor and thriver, Ron from Los Angeles, California, listening on EWTN.com. Hello, Ron. cock a doo <laughs> How you doing? Well, I can say thank you very much for your prayers. Really happy birthday to you, Jer. Oh, thanks, And Ron. Appreciate to it. those who are in the progress of, and I'm, I'm in that in-progress category of recovery and pushing through. The first thing I will put out there is that with all the, the pain and abuse and variety of things I've had to deal with from my childhood on, 
at 63 has been a whirlwind of trying to get through and sort through all the, the garbage. There has been at least one monkey on my back that's been a lifelong uh, issue that uh, produced a lot of different levels of addictions. But what I will say, in my reversion in the late 90s and hard uh, comeback in the uh, early 2000s when you and I, Jerry, met over the phone and the air, is that I came back to the church that I once loved that was my safe haven. And among other things to date, yesterday I was surprised by a prayer that I called out that a, a Jesuit priest friend who I've known for decades called up on a surprise visitation so that I would get my sacramental visit of the uh, confession, anointing, and communion. And I will tell you this, that without the Church and without Jesus Christ and especially the reception of the Eucharist, which brought me to tears yesterday, I would not still be alive today because the 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 voices in the head, the prodding, and all the other stuff that comes along with trying to get through um, some determination of level and praying for graces to push through and break free from the bondages that I've had to deal with. Without the Eucharist, without Christ, I would not be able to stay here. Nobody would be able to stay in place and survive this uh, oppression and other levels that many have gone into way, way darker places than I probably would have ever thought of or may have been through and I'm still on the other side. But I do know this, that within all this level of experiencing and the Eucharistic um, receptions and time at prayer, in a year that uh, my gratitude for my own birthday placed me at the altar uh, in a prostate uh, place uh, in front of the altar and giving thanks for my life, for my birthday to go there one year when I had clear and current functional brain activity, hmm. is that was the best way to celebrate a birthday, was to be in front of our Lord and say, thank you. I don't know what you have for me. I know what hell I've been through and back, but I do know that I'm here because you've got something for me to do, and your love above all is what keeps me here. So I'm so grateful that I'm a part of the Church, been adopted into it uh, from the age of four months, and not even that, four, four days, rather, when I was baptized into the Church. And I am so grateful that without Christ, um, I, I would have no no way to recover or get through this mess. Mm. Yeah, Ron, beautiful story, as always. Thanks for being with us. And, you know, what's coming to my mind, and you know this, and Debbie as well, we need a comprehensive approach. You know, some people would maybe, you know, uh, poo-poo the idea of, of religion or prayers. That's not going to help you. You know, you, need, you just need therapy. You just need, you know, whatever, medications or, you know, whatever. We need all of those things, rehab programs, 12-step programs, all of that. But, boy, I'll tell you, you know, God is the creator of each one of us, and he is the one that has the plan that we talk about in Jeremiah 29 11 and he wants that plan to reach its fulfillment in our lives and so yeah I, I agree with you Ron you know we absolutely need that faith element that aspect and as Catholic Christians you know with the the reception of the Holy Eucharist I mean we are receiving really the truly the one who created and redeemed us into our bodies body blood soul and divinity of Christ and 
that's uh, I'm glad it's been such a beautiful consolation for you, Debbie. Absolutely. And Ron, thank you so much for sharing today. Um, really, really good contribution to this uh, wonderful broadcast. We're going to let you go with that. Um, have a beautiful Independence Day. And uh, we're going to move to Vincent really quickly, only because Vincent is a first-time caller from Illinois. We have a, literally one minute, Vincent, but we wanted to squeeze you in. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'll make this quick. Appreciate it, guys. Um, yeah, so I started out, I'm actually on a journey, uh, recovering from addiction. Um, it started back in high school when I was a teenager, um, just thin of the flesh, like all the way up into my like thirties. Um, and then I went ahead and finally made confirmation about four years ago and things have been getting better since. Um, I had somebody from my past come back up to me and, um, said, you know, oh, we're meant to be together, and God says this, and it's one of those things where even um, people who are sinning or maybe um, have demons can still use the gospel against you or me or whoever. So I I believed her, and I was like one sin away from following all the commandments, um, being a good Christian. So uh, we were. Um, I ended up proposing to her and got engaged. And then I don't know if you guys have heard of Curcio, um, but I went to yeah, a Curcio we weekend. Yeah, and I, I, I was like walking on water, and I go home to you know to her, and I'm like, and her kids, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do this and this, and God's great. And and the next thing you know, a month later, I was doing all the drug addiction stuff again, alcohol, you know, addiction. Um, you know, Vincent, uh, let me, sex uh, and me. all that. I just got to jump in for a second. You hear the music there. Tomorrow we have what we call unscripted, Vincent. It means we don't bring a topic to the show. You and the other listeners do. So please, you've got an amazing story. I've just been sitting on the edge of my seat listening to it. And if you can call back tomorrow, we will put you at the first, ahead of the line. And I want to hear the rest of this, Debbie. I know you do as well. Oh, absolutely, Vincent. If you can call back, we have to hear the end of this story. Vincent, thank you so much. Unscripted is tomorrow, Jerry, so you bring all the topics to the table. You can revisit past topics as well or suggest future ones. All right, so that is tomorrow's broadcast. Thanks to Rich Jesse, who produced today. Jeff Burson and Matt Gavinsky, also part of the show team. Until we talk to you tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.